Welcome to Squawk 5353, the Private Pilot Podcast, Episode 9. I'm your host, Izzy Simon, a private pilot sharing my tips and tricks to make the skies a safer place. In today's episode, as it is Black History Month, I will be sharing with you famous African-American aviators. Stay tuned for all this and more and Squawk 5353. Now I understand this is not something that I normally would do on the podcast, but as it is Black History Month, I think it's important that we honor the historical figures in aviation who fought racial disparities in order to achieve their dream. These incredible men and women fought against racial inequalities and against the bigoted ideals often shared by their co-workers or peers. Although aviation is relatively new, its history begins while Jim Crow laws were still in effect in many of the southern states. The first historical black figure that we're going to talk about today is Emory Malik. Emory Malik was the first African American to earn a pilot's license in the United States. He did so in the year 1912. He was born in the state of Pennsylvania and later moved to San Diego, California to attend Curtis Aviation School in 1911. As the FAA began to issue its own licenses, in 1927, Mr. Malik became the first African-American to earn a federal transport license, one of less than 2,000 given in the year 1927. Not much else is known on Malik, but it is predicted that he built gliders prior to flying powered airplanes. Malik's flying career ended early, not because of his death, but because he refused to fly following an accident which injured him and killed his passenger. The next African-American hero I'd like to talk about is Bessie Coleman. Bessie Coleman was born in Texas as a grandchild of two slaves and was the first African-American female to earn a pilot's license in 1921. She flew as both a show and stunt pilot and went to France in 1920 because no white pilots were willing to teach her in the United States. She completed her flight training in France and then returned to the United States after, founding a school for students of all races and appeared before many audiences in churches, schools, and theaters to speak on the interest of African Americans and the new, expanding technology of flight. Coleman most notably made an appearance at an all-black musical titled Shuffle Along. The entire audience, including several hundred whites in the orchestra seats, rose to give the first African-American female pilot a standing ovation. Over the next five years, Coleman performed at countless shows. The first took place on September 3, 1922, in Garden City, Long Island. The Chicago Defender publicized the event, saying that Bessie Coleman would do heart-thrilling stunts. According to a reporter from Kansas, as many as 3,000 people, including local politicians and dignitaries, attended the event. Over the following years, Coleman used her position of prominence to encourage other African Americans to fly. She also made a point of refusing to perform at locations that wouldn't admit members of her race. Coleman took her last flight on April 30, 1926 in Jacksonville, Florida. She and a young Texan mechanic called William Wills were taking a flight when the control box suddenly became blocked by a loose wrench. Coleman, who wasn't wearing a seatbelt, fell to her death. Her legacy has not been forgotten. Starting in 1931, black pilots from Chicago instituted an annual flyover of her grave. 
1977, a group of African-American women pilots established the Bessie Coleman's Aviator Club, and in 1992, a Chicago City Council resolution requested that the United States Postal Service issue a Bessie Coleman stamp. Bessie Coleman continues to inspire thousands or even millions of young people in her sense of adventure, her positive attitude, and her determination to succeed. The next historical figure is Captain Marlon Green. Marlon Green was an African-American pilot and member of the United States Air Force where he flew the B-26 and the SA-16 Albatross. He applied to numerous airlines but was rejected. He earned his first interview, however, after leaving the race box unchecked. Captain Green won the landmark Supreme Court's Colorado Anti-Discrimination Commission versus Continental Airlines and was hired by Continental Airlines in 1965. He later became a captain in 1966 and flew for this airline till he retired 14 years later. After he passed away in 2010, then-Continental CEO Jeff Smiznick said, quote, He sued us, we fought him. We fought him for six years. And on behalf of my 41,000 co-workers, I'm so glad that he won. The Supreme Court ultimately voted unanimously in favor of Green. Although Green's significance as an airline pilot may have been forgotten, his importance as a civil rights activist for African-American pilots has not been forgotten. He was willing to fight for job equality in the midst of the civil rights movement, thus paving the way for future African-American airline pilots. Captain Green's fight led the way for people like Captain Patrice Clark Washington, who was the first African-American female airline captain. In 1979, she enrolled in Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University as the only black student. In April 1982, Clark graduated as the first black woman in the school's history with a bachelor's degree in aeronautical science and her commercial pilot certification. She continued her work and in 1994 was promoted to captain by UPS, making her the first black female to achieve the ranks of captain. In the year 2000, Washington was presented with the Trumpet Award from Turner Broadcasting for her pioneering work in aviation on behalf of women and people of color. In 1995, Washington and other female pilots founded the Bessie Coleman Foundation with the purpose of preserving Coleman's legacy, promoting the aviation profession among African American men and women, and providing a network for mentoring women in the airline sector. Patrice is still alive and continues to fly commercially today. Advances for people of color in the commercial aviation industry paralleled those people of color in the military. Captain Bobby Charles Wilkes was the first African-American Coast Guard aviator and the first African-American to reach the rank of Coast Guard captain. Captain Wilkes was the first African-American to command a Coast Guard air station and involved a number of air-to-sea rescues around the world. He received the Air Medal for his actions on the night of December 9, 1971. Unfortunately, he passed away in 2009 but those who worked alongside him noted the positive impact Captain Wilkes had on their careers. The last person I'd like to talk about today is General Benjamin O. Davis Jr., who was the first African-American United States Air Force pilot. He was born on December 18, 1912 in Washington, D.C. General Davis attended West Point from 1932 to 1936 and graduated 35th out of his class of 278. He was denied entry to the Army Air Corps due to there being no black flying units, 
but was then assigned to the all-black 24th Infantry Regiment and became a combat instructor. He was finally assigned to flight training in Tuskegee Army Airfield. General Davis was only one of five African Americans to finish the course and the first black officer to make a solo flight in an Army Air Corps airplane. In July 1942, he was assigned as the commander of the 99th Pursuit Squadron and commanded the 332nd Fighter Group in World War II. General Benjamin O. Davis Jr. was promoted to the rank of general by President Clinton on December 9, 1998. President Bill Clinton said, upon awarding Davis his fourth star, quote, General Davis is here today as proof that a person can overcome adversity and discrimination, achieve great things, turn skeptics into believers, and through examples and perseverance, one person can bring truly amazing change. As many of you know, Black History Month is celebrated during the month of February. It was first initiated by President Ronald Reagan in 1986. Reagan claimed that, quote, the foremost purpose of Black History Month is to make all Americans aware of the struggle for freedom and equal opportunity, end quote. He then went on to say that this month was a time to celebrate the many achievements of African Americans in every field from science to the arts to politics and religion. In 1996, President Bill Clinton issued the Presidential Proclamation 6863 for National African American History Month. The proclamation emphasized the theme for that year, the achievements of black women. Since 1996, presidents have issued annual proclamations for National African American History Month. These African American pioneers can be seen as great example for young African Americans who may be aspiring to be something great and pursue their dreams of aviation. Black history is a part of American history, and it is important for all Americans to know, learn about, and understand. Oftentimes, the stories taught in history class are very much whitewashed, disregarding information about other racial groups. We must recognize ourselves as a diverse nation, and therefore everyone should be responsible to understand and have conversations about their history. People need to see that their stories are valuable and they don't need to be some great hero to continue to do great things. And to close on this issue, it's important to know that knowing the past opens the door to the future and future growth as a nation as we move towards racial equality and justice for all. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353, the private pilot podcast. I know this isn't what I normally do, but I thought it was important to share. But I would like to update you on my current flight training. This past week, I completed stage one of my instrument training. This means I'm able to move on to stage two, which is the really good stuff, like holds, approaches, and stuff similar to that. I'm incredibly excited to begin this new stage, and I'm hoping that the weather eventually warms up, as it has been negative 10 degrees or so for the past couple days. Again, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353. A link to all the resources found in today's show can be found in the show notes. If you'd like to learn more about these awesome aviators or more about Black History Month, make sure to check those links out. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Also, make sure to check out last week's episode on GPS navigation. Again, if you enjoyed this episode, also make sure to check out my Patreon. A link to that can also be found in the show notes. This show takes a lot of time each week to research, record, and edit. 
It would mean the world to me if you were able to financially donate to the show to help me continue creating. One last time, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Squawk 5353. And let's make this guy's a safer place. Thank you.